0: Let's get started. Welcome back. Another edition of Mike's Strategies podcast. Thank you for attending. Thanks for listening in today. Uh, an exciting uh, journey that we're on through this series of Mike's Strategies. Uh, we're going to do a little three-part series. Uh, it's going to be this podcast and two the two following podcasts, which is a little series of material that I will never forget when I received it from Mike Ferry the first time. It was at a retreat. And we received this material, and I was writing notes furiously. And the interesting part about it is this series of points does show up through all the other strategies. But it's blocked up and combined in a way that um, makes a lot of sense. And so what we're going to talk about is a 50-plus transaction plan, a 100-plus transaction plan, and a 150-plus transaction plan. And this is going to cover three different podcasts because we're going to be there. Okay. Now, it doesn't matter if you, are, uh, if you are nowhere near 50 transactions today. That doesn't matter at all because your pathway is hopefully to do that. It also doesn't matter if you're currently doing 100 transactions. You hear the points from the 50-plus transaction plan, and there's, there's so much of it that still probably applies to you today. And so the key is to understand that this series of points can propel you up the ladder all the way through at some point. So this would be a series of of points that I'd ask you to write down and keep and save somewhere and refer back to often, depending on what phase you're in. And uh, you'll see as we get into it, okay? The first plan, of course, we're going to talk about is a 50-plus transaction plan. And one thing that Mike will share with us all, all the time is that something we've noticed and we've figured out, and he's figured out for years and years and years, is that the pathway from zero to 50 transactions, is often so much harder than the pathway from 50 to 100 transactions. And then sometimes from 100 to 150, the pathways uh, a little simpler yet. And, and when I first heard that, I thought, that's not how could that possibly be? But I am after coaching and being around Mike Ferry for so long, I completely understand it now. So you have to recognize the real estate transaction, right? If you think about doing a volume of deals. First of all, in a pathway from zero to 50, how quickly do you soon pass up almost everybody? Right. The average agent in North America is going to do less than four transactions this year. So in your pathway, let's say the closer you get to doing 50 deals a year, you start to get in very thin air, okay, which makes it a challenge to break through because you start to become rare and special and you get recognized and all those things okay but then you think about a transaction and a transaction comes with a whole series of moving parts there's you know there's escrow and title and people and fallouts and lender challenges and and you know all of the things that happen in in a file okay and in your pathway from 0 to 50 transactions okay assuming that you are looking to go to 50 transactions and beyond. Big assumption on my part. But if you are, if you're pathing this, what you will recognize is, is because the transactions have so many moving parts that your personal hangups, and they're individual for everyone, the hangups that you're gonna encounter personally to go from zero to 50 plus transactions are going to show themselves. Your individual challenges, basically your Achilles heel, if you will, your big hang-ups about doing production with a a lot of transactions is going to reveal itself. And you're either going to figure out how to overcome that, which we help a lot of people do in coaching. We help them overcome their big hang-ups and so they can move on and do more deals. Or the hang-up will just stop you. And you just keep butting your head up against the same challenge. And if you don't break through, you don't break through a volume of deals. I'll give you some examples. Things like if you can't ever handle delegating parts of the file, if if you just are a control freak and you just can't give up control, and that's your big challenge. If you can't overcome that, it's hard to do a volume of deals. Or let's say your big challenge is every time you start to make some decent money in a month, you get really complacent, and you start uh, kicking back and laying back and thinking about buying a car, and you get really complacent. If you're not able to overcome that, you won't increase your volume of deals. Or if your skill set—if you have a series of skills that time management, for example—if you have a time management issue. In your pathway from zero to 50 deals, if you can't overcome managing your time, you're not going to be able to break through into 50 to 100. So, what I'm getting at is that in the pathway from zero to 50 deals uh, in real estate, it's going to expose some of your big hangups. And you either figure out how to overcome them or you don't. And if you don't, you never break through 50. If you do, then you go past 50, and then 50 to 100 gets easier. Okay. I hope I'm being clear with this. If you solve your complacency issues and you figure out how not to get really complacent, then as you're doing more and more and more deals, you just keep doing more and more deals. If you learn to delegate and you delegate all the parts of the file we ask you to, then you can it becomes scalable and you can do more and more and more deals. So I'm hoping in this, in this first series you're going to see maybe some of the weaknesses that have, are being exposed, right? And if they're exposed there and you can fix them, you can do more transactions. All right, so let's look at the first one, the 50-plus transaction plan. Number one, if you want to do 50-plus deals, you have to learn to start every day at zero. I know. I know. I've said it before. You've heard me say it several times in these podcasts. It's because it's important. So if you're ever going to do 50 plus transactions, you have to learn to start every single day at zero. You have to learn to not live and sit on past performances. You know, the escrow that you closed yesterday, the listing you took last week, right? The buyer deal you put together yesterday. You can't live on those performances. And I've said it before, you, it's positive or negative. Meaning, you can't. if you had a horrible week last week, you can't live with that either. Or you can turn a horrible week into two or three weeks. If you had your best week of the year and you just sit down on that and sit in glory of it, you won't have a great week this year. And you have to train yourself to bring yourself back to zero daily. It's hard. Some people struggle with this their whole career. They can't quite figure it out. I'm hoping you can. Number two on the list of the 50 plus transaction plan. Focus on the number of deals you are doing versus your dollar volume or commissioned earned. If you ever want to break through 50 deals, you have to shift your focus to deals versus dollar volume or commission. And I know the struggle with this because many of the brokerages in most of the world likes to keep track of volume. Well, in a red hot market, when prices are up and everything's there, commissions are high and, and dollar volume is high. If you start tracking volume, you can trick yourself into not doing that many deals. And of course, commission checks. Mike has said it for years. The reason many agents don't ever do a lot of deals is because of the size of the commission check. You know, when back when he was selling uh, real estate, you make three or $400 in a commission, so when you made three or four hundred dollars, you had to do a lot, or you didn't eat. Well, nowadays we talk about these ten and twelve and fifteen thousand dollar average commissions, right? And for most people growing up, they didn't see a fifteen thousand dollar check written out to them very often. And so if you focus on the commission check, or you buy into the stories about dollar volume, right now you know you talk about these five, six, seven, eight hundred million dollar properties is very common. Well, I did two deals. You did a million dollars worth of volume. If you get caught in that, it's hard to do production in, in terms of deals. You have to shift your focus to deals. Okay. The third point on the 50 plus trend, operate from a basic, simple, yet detailed business plan. If you want to break through 50 transactions, you're going to have to learn how to operate from a basic, simple, yet detailed business plan. And this is the challenge. There's usually two paths that agents take very often. They take the path of what business plan? I don't create a plan, no plan, right? Or they take the path of a 48-page complex check-by-check-by-point-by-point plan that is impossible to achieve. Your job is to, if you want to break through 50, you have to learn to operate from a basic, simple, yet detailed business plan. Go to our website. If you go to mikeferry.com today and you go to the front page of our website, the home page, and you see a button there, it'll say business plan. You click on that business plan and that thing shoots out. Now you've got what is our example of a simple defined plan. You've got to learn to operate from one of those if you ever want to do production because the business plan is the roadmap. There are so many moving parts in real estate if you let it happen, it's so hard to follow a a roadmap. Well, your plan is the roadmap. And you have to learn to go to a business plan. Ask yourself right now, do I effectively work from a business plan each and every year? If the answer is no, you're going to have to learn to do that if you want to break through 50. Four on the list. Move away from waiting for business to find you. Move away from buying business and get the attitude that you must find business every day. I'll repeat it. If you're going to go through 50 deals, you've got to move away from this whole thing about waiting for business. Show up at the office, get to the office, start working on the internet and wait for someone to call me. Show up at the office, send a mail out out and wait for him to call back. Get to the office and make the magnificent post on social media, the post of all posts, hit send on the thing, put post, and then sit back and wait for the money to come rushing in. You have to move away from that. You also have to move away from what is the hottest topic of the world today is how much business are you going to buy? You have to move away from that. I'm not saying none. And I'm not saying that you don't end up waiting for some business, but I'm suggesting that the majority of your mindset has to have the attitude that your primary function in life daily in business is to find business daily, actually purposely go and find it. Where do you stand in that rule? Are you buying it? Are you waiting for it? Or do you have the attitude that you really have to find it every single day? You have to shift there if you're going to do 50 plus. Number five on the list. It's a big one because it's it's so important, but we tend to skip over it. Find somebody that will hold you accountable every day. This is such a proven fact that we, we as human beings, let alone as real estate agents, as human beings need to be held accountable to things you know if if our parents didn't tell us 5 million times to brush our teeth we probably wouldn't have any teeth in our head right now we needed to be held accountable every day until we learned and created a habit that we brushed our teeth if you don't pay your electric bill you're held accountable because somebody shuts the lights off and now you don't have lights at night so you're held accountable in a very extreme way to pay your electric bill right in real estate who is going to help you or hold you to do the things you're supposed to do? Who's going to do it? Is the broker going to hold you to your prospecting and your lead follow-up and practicing your scripts? They don't have time and space for that. Uh, do any of the, is your com- competition going to hold you to it? You know, even in your own office, you're competing, right? So does one of your co- uh, other real estate agents in the office really, really, really want you to become a master at your skills? Maybe. In Mike Ferry offices, they do. But in in real life, many people well, learn what you got to learn. I got to keep track of mine, right? So who is going to hold you accountable? If you don't find somebody to hold you accountable, it's very common that you simply won't do the things that you're supposed to do. It is one of the biggest things that we do in Mike Ferry. Many of our clients belong in Mike Ferry Coaching because they need the accountability. They know the coach is going to push them in the back. We have accountability groups. We have a network of people that are all in Mike Ferry that all want to help each other, and they hold each other accountable. But even without any of that, if you want to break through 50 transactions, you've got to find somebody that's going to hold you accountable to doing your job. Who is it? Who's holding you accountable now? What do you need to be held accountable to today? Are you clear on it? For most people, it's a few things, right? Do you need to be held accountable to getting the office at 7.30 a.m. every day? Do you need to be held accountable to practicing your scripts and working on your presentation? The big one, do you need to be held accountable to a certain amount of prospecting contacts and time? Right. Without accountability, rarely enough happens. I said it before, accountability is your ability to be counted on. Do people in your family, can they count on you making 30 contacts every day this week? I don't know. Okay. But you have to be held accountable. Number six, place high emphasis on delegation. Use assistants or affiliates to help. All right. This is this is major because we talked about it in the beginning of this podcast. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done in, a, in an escrow. There's moving parts, there's paperwork, there's contractors, there's termite people, there's follow-ups, there's lenders, there's, uh, you know, there's all of these things need to be done. When you want to break through 50 transactions, it's really hard for you to manage all of the things that need to be done on all those transactions. And so if you get stuck in big waves of paperwork, big waves of admin, big waves, you know, How often is it that you have one problem file, you have an escrow and it's a real problem. You have to do all of these different things to get it closed. Yay, I got it closed. And then you look down and go, where did time go for the last three weeks? I didn't prospect. I didn't do anything about new business for three weeks. I spent all my time trying to get this transaction closed. If you can't learn to delegate, Breaking through 50 deals is really hard to do. We know agents that do 50, 75,, 80 deals without assistance and hardly any delegation at all. We do. The challenge is we also know they work 60, 70, 80 hours a week at times. They work weekends, nights. They do all this stuff. Is that sustainable? Pretty tough. Okay, Um, you you can go the formal route and hire your uh, first personal assistant. You can train that assistant to do all the delegation or you can use all the affiliates, your lender and your term title company and your escrow company. These affiliates are designed to help you. You pay them. So you have to really consider. Do you need to start delegating to some of them in your pathway to breakthrough? We say yes. Okay, seven on the list. This is another hard one. If you want to break through 50 deals, you have to, at some point, make sure that 75% of your day is spent prospecting, lead follow-up, going on appointments, or negotiating deals. At some point to break through 50, your time spent in a day has to almost all be about generating new money and a little bit be about Admin or following up on the deals. If you can't ever flip that over, if you live in a world where most of your day gets eaten up every single day by admin and research and paperwork and all those things, you're never going to be able to generate enough business to break through 50. So at some point, the tide has to turn and the script has to flip over, and you have to have your time be mostly about generation and a little bit about admin. Okay. Many agents have spent 15, 20 years in the real estate business, not breaking through 50 transactions because of that one right there. Don't let that be you. Eight on the list. If you want to break through 50 deals, you have to work hard to dramatically improve the quality of your listing presentation. You have to work hard. You have to put in the work to refine and perfect and and define your listing presentation. I put next to it, it needs to be canned. It's really hard to do a volume of business when every single presentation is a completely different experience. If it's a different conversation, a different technique and a different approach every single time, it's very hard to do volume. Have you ever seen a basketball player shoot free throws and do it different every time? They're not going to have a very good free throw percentage, are they? You know, a golfer. You see a golfer swing the club different every time they swing the club? They figure out a golf swing, and they swing it as close to the same way as they can every time because that's how you can do quality and quantity. You have to do the same thing if you want to break through 50. How far along, how much work have you put into your listing presentation so far in your career? Have you perfected it? Is it canned? Is it different every time? Or do you have it structured to a a way that works? We have a five-step process you should consider. Okay. Number nine on the list. If you want to break through 50 deals, spend more time pre-qualifying prospects and less time building rapport with them. If you ever want to break through 50 deals, it has to become more about, are they qualified? Am I gathering all the information I need so I can get the listing? Or do I spend all of my time bonding and trying to build rapport? You can get listings by bonding. The problem is, is that the listings take hours, and hours. They take a lot of, they take a pound of flesh. They take a lot of energy out of you, right? It's really hard to do a volume of deals if you have to put all of that bonding and rapport building into the equation. We want you to spend more of your time pre qualifying, asking them the questions about their motivation and and their desire to get the property sold or purchased. How well do you qualify now? Do you spend the right amount of time? Are you focused on qualifying the leads you have? Or are you the building rapport type? We don't see many agents that have these incredible rapport building sessions that do a lot of volume in business. It's just not that common. Okay, Now there's some great agents that do great business. Don't get me wrong. They do great business and they build rapport with their clients. That's all they do. And they do great businesses like that. Volume. We're talking about 50 plus transactions. Next on the list, number 10 on the list, you must have a consistent inventory at all times. If you ever want to break through 50 deals, you have to have consistent inventory at all times. Now, on my notes, okay, this may not be real today, but it will be real for many parts of your career. If you want to break through 50, Um, the number was between 15 and 20 saleable listings okay so when i wrote these notes back many many years ago when we first heard this was that you know at that time you need to carry 15 or 20 listings at all times because listings weren't selling every five seconds it was a normal market so you need to understand carrying a consistent number of listings if it's a red hot market you don't need 15 or 20 listings at all times but it still needs to be consistent What I get, what I want you to get is if you have, if you figure out how to take two listings this month and then you sell them and then you don't take a listing for two months and then you take a listing and you sell it and then you don't take a listing for four months and then you sell it. That's not consistent listings at all times, is it? To break through 50 transactions, you have to recognize getting in the zone of taking two and three and four and in some cases five listings a month to be able to break through 50 transactions. It is the consistency of listings taken. Now, that's most that's skill and prospecting and all the other things that we've talked about. But you have to understand, right now, what is your average inventory all the time? Well, Tony, I always have two listings or more. Okay, that's consistent. You always have at least two listings. Well, Tony, I have two. Sometimes I've had zero. I've had five. It's all over the place. Um, I'll go months without a listing. I'll go weeks without a listing. That's not that consistent listing inventory. Basically, you have to shift to focus on taking listings daily. If you ever wanna break through 50 transactions, you can't be down the buyer road all the time. You have to focus on listings consistently. Number 11 on the list to break through 50. You must control your time from the time you get to work until noon. This is a major, major component of breaking through the volume the volume channels, doing a lot more deals, okay? It has been proven in so many different ways that if you don't get into the office till 10, if you're all over the board, if you don't have any consistency, if you don't get things done in the morning, you don't get them done at all. We have so much proof that you need to get from the time you get up until, until noon, right? That window of time, you've got to control that time. Because for most people, that's when all of the generation happens. You know, the the skills improvement happens. The lead follow-up happens. The prospecting happens. That's when there's the best shot for you to consistently find new business. Well, Tony, there's, you know, I want to call in the evenings. Yes, but you have a life. So in the evenings, are you going to be able to consistently prospect from six to eight o'clock every night? Not if you want to have a life. Uh, hopefully, you want to have dinner and you want to go out uh, and with your friends and you want to have a life. That's not something that's sustainable. You've got to control your morning routine. It's been proven, you know, even back as far as Ben Franklin, the early bird gets the worm, okay? The proof is has been for hundreds of years that people that are good in the morning do better in business. Um, people that are the night owls, except for the dot commerce, I get it, for the ones that built the the dot-com world that stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning in a think tank with people creating some app or some website or something like that, that. There's been very few people that have ever really been successful in business that had to do it all later in the day. You've got to control your time until noon. And then number 12, the last point on the list of this this group. You have to learn your numbers and understand what they mean. If you're ever going to break through 50 transactions in a numbers game, I'm hoping you would agree with me that real estate is a numbers game. If real estate is a numbers game, don't you have to understand the numbers if you're ever going to do volume? You have to know how many contacts it takes for you to get a listing appointment. You have to know how many listing appointments you have to go on to get one taken. You have to know you know, how many listings you need to carry at all times to sell five homes a month. All of these things, these numbers are required. You have to start understanding them. Well, Tony, I don't want to learn the numbers. I don't want to do it. I don't like it. I'd I'd rather just not have to deal with it. Doing volume is really hard. It becomes so much more challenging if you don't understand the numbers. So it happens to be one of those requirements. It's one of those parts of the job, like it or not, you have to do it. it. You just have to buckle down and learn to understand the numbers. It's so important in what we do. Okay. So that's our first group. That's a first, uh, you know, the 50 plus transaction plan. That's 12 thoughts in what you need to, to, to cover. For some of you, I hope that it gives you a lot of information of things you need to start on immediately. For some of you, um, you have a lot of this underway and you're already doing so much of this. Maybe there's two or three or four of these things that you need to address. Whatever it is, what else do you have to do for the next five or 10 years? Are you selling real estate? If you're selling real estate, what else is there to do but try to improve and try to do more volume? I think it's a great approach to take. So next week, we're gonna jump on 100 plus and then we're going to 150 plus. Uh, Stay tuned for these podcasts. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.